Ireland is custom made for romance. And today's guest has some advice if you're planning your own romantic getaway. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today is all about romance, and we are speaking with Clara Malone, who is a celebrant and the owner of Coastal Ceremonies in County Clare. Clara, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to learn a little bit more about some of the romantic ceremonies and other things that you do there in County Clare. Thank you so much, Jody. It's a pleasure to be on here. So appreciate the time. And I love talking romance. So yeah, <laughs> great. Excellent. Excellent. So Ireland is a really popular spot for engagements and honeymoons, you know, a great couple's getaway. And many of those popular locations in Ireland have romantic tales attached. So, you know, always the the romance of the area. And then you just have the incredible beauty of Ireland behind that. So being in the business of creating romantic memories, can you share a few of maybe the most romantic spots in Ireland? Absolutely. I'm going to be biased. I will talk Ireland in general, but I'm going to be biased and talk about County Clare first because I live here. I love County Clare and we tend to do most of our ceremonies in County Clare. And it may not be any surprise, but the Cliffs of Moher is one of our most popular places to have wedding ceremonies, elopements and vow renewals. But what I love about the Cliffs is and why I think it's such a romantic spot is the stories behind why couples often choose the cliffs. So we really get to know each couple when they choose coastal ceremonies to work with them. You know, we have a consultation, questionnaires, and we and one of our questions is why the cliffs are more? Because, you know, it's the side of the cliff. It's the wide Atlantic way. It's Ireland. The weather is, as you know, Jody, extremely unpredictable. And the stories that we hear back from couples is incredible. Like one of my most favorite was recently when a couple came to elope to Ireland. They had never been to Ireland, but the bride's grandparents were from Ireland. And there was a picture beside their TV for years and years of her grandparents visiting the Cliffs of Moher back in the 70s. And that, you know, as you grow up and there's always memories in your grandparents' house, that for the bride was such an iconic photo. So she always had in the back of her mind how she'd love to come to the cliffs. She meets her better half. They get engaged. And she said to him one evening, I'd actually really like to go to Ireland. And they Googled and said, oh, my God, we can do it here. So I was able to bring that story in to their ceremony to make it even more personal because we're standing possibly where her grandparents definitely would have walked, you know, over 30 odd years before. So those kind of connections are really, really special. So we love finding out why people are coming, what the connection is. Um, One groom we had was, I'd like to say, like really obsessed with Ireland in terms of had a screensaver of the Cliffs of Moher, learned all about Ireland in school, studied Irish language in college. And I was very honoured to be with him when he saw the Cliffs for the first time because, you know, Jodie, the Cliffs when you see them for the first time, are so different to what they look like. They just are magnificent. 
So to see him and how emotional he got to see something that he dreamed about and wanted to visit for so long and then to be there to actually get married to someone he loves was just so extra special. So the cliffs to me are probably one of the most romantic spots also because the weather is so changeable and the landscape is so changeable. We bring in whatever elements of the day are happening. We had a gorgeous young cow once spent the whole ceremony staring at us over the fence. It was the farmer's cow and he just thought the whole thing was amazing. He was in photos afterwards. We have the puffins at the moment who are nesting. You know, the Doolan Ferry might be going past. Even just people walking past are always giving cheer and a wave. So it's just a really lovely, lovely spot. We're kind of spoiled for choice in County Clare, to be perfectly honest with you. I could spend hours talking about County Clare. <laughs> but I don't want to just focus on Clare because I'm conscious of other parts of Ireland as well. Coastal Ceremonies is the name of the organisation. So I seem to veer <laughs> towards the, the coastal places. We love Kerry. Schleyhead there, you know, with the Dingle Peninsula, like there's many, many spots there that are just absolutely amazing. Donegal is another incredible spot. And even Holt Head, a lot of people travel into Dublin. They fly into Dublin, they fly out of Dublin. Holt Head is amazing, beautiful spots as well. So, you know, if someone's looking for a romantic spot in Ireland, we could provide them with many, many. Definitely spoiled for choice when it comes to romantic places in Ireland with all the castles and it seems like every place has its own story. Kyle Morabi kind of comes to mind for me, you know, being built in a romantic moment and then kind of all the tragedy that followed it. And yet it still retains that kind of that romantic feel to it when you visit. So No, it's true. And we do a lot of ceremonies in castles. We have castle packages. And I always talk about what I find fascinating about having ceremonies in castles is what those castles those walls, what did they have seen? You know, they're, and what I love is, you know, talking to the couple and their families about how their story is now forever part of the castle stories. And the castle stories will go back to the 15th century. You know, there would have been rebellions, there would have been battles, there would have been love stories. So all of that history, it's just steeped in history. And I just think it's love. So we always talk about wherever location we're at, we bring in some of the history as part of that, because it's a lovely way to begin a ceremony and also for everyone to realize we're in such an iconic, historic place. We try and veer towards the love stories more than the tragedy at times, because <laughs> unfortunately, as we all know, there would have been many tragedies, you know, over the years. But no, it is. I think it's really important to set the scene and also to really embrace the location and the place where we're at. And again, as you say, many, many ancient ruins, castles, you know, even the burn is yeah. such in history. Like the burn is amazing. I love the burn. Yeah, such an amazing spot there in the burn. And, yeah. you know, if you want to go really, really old, I suppose you just find an old dolmen. And I talk and, about you know. Dermot and Gronia a lot in the stories. They're called Laba Dermot because Gronia, Bed of the Lovers. You know, and that's lovely to think about because, as you know, when you drive around Ireland, you see dolmens all the time. And it's lovely to think about how they eloped and they were literally traveling around the burn and hiding in places. And that's where we get Laba Dermadagas Gronia. And we, a lot of us would have grown up with those stories. But then to see it and to hear it in the landscape that we're in is something really special, too. And then we have so many different poets. You know, we have Seamus Heaney, we have John O'Donoghue. So we love to weave in any poetry or 
poems about the area where we are, because I think that's really interesting too. You know, a lovely inclusion. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. So beyond being a popular location for engagements and honeymoons, as you said, Ireland is a place where people dream of getting married, you know, castle wedding. <laughs> but getting married in Ireland isn't really straightforward, mm. especially if you're a visitor. So what should people know if they're considering a destination wedding in Ireland? So there's lots of things to think about. The most important one is the legal side of things. So if somebody wants to come to Ireland and legally get married, they can. Absolutely. It's just they have to bear in mind all the requirements that's needed. The HSC, there's a website getting married in Ireland. It's We have loads of information on our website and they literally detail everything you need. If you're traveling from overseas, what you need to send, etc. So basically, if a couple is coming from, let's just say America, there's a list of requirements that they need and the couple can send all that by post to the registry office here in Ireland. But they have to build into their itinerary. They have to be in Ireland five days before their ceremony to have their meeting, their, their marriage notification appointment in the registry office. That's really, really important. And then they're able to get their marriage registration form or as sometimes it's known as the green folder. And that's what they bring then to the ceremony, et cetera, wherever that's going to be. So it's very important, you know, we get a lot of inquiries from couples overseas and we give them all the information and often they say, no, do you know what? We're going to do that at home already because it's easier because we have all our paperwork. And then they have a symbolic ceremony with us. With our organization, we can do both, both legal ceremonies and symbolic ceremonies. I'm a solemnizer. That's what it's called. So I can sign the marriage paperwork during a ceremony but we give couples all the information because sometimes couples might not have the time you know i know holidays might be quite short so you might not be able to come five days before your ceremony to have that appointment etc so and i know in some states it's quite straightforward to go to the courthouse or wherever and legally sign your paperwork and then have your symbolic ceremony in ireland so it really is up to the couple we just provide all the information that they need so that's kind of the most important thing because we really want people to be aware of, and it's one of the first questions we asked, what kind of ceremony do you want? And here are all the information you need if you want it to be legal. And that's fine. So couples decide that. The second thing then is weather. And it's so unpredictable and we all know the way things are going at the moment, but we just want people to realize that the cliffs of Moher and outdoor ceremonies in Ireland are unpredictable. We have literally got to the cliffs on a beautiful summer's day. We can see a cloud coming in the distance and we say to ourselves, right, we have 20 minutes, we have 15 minutes, it's going to rain, let's stay in the car until it stops raining, whatever the situation may be. So couples need to be flexible, I need to be prepared, I need to be aware. We also tell them all of this and we always encourage couples to have a plan B. In the Cliffs of Moher, we have one location that we use and they've got a beautiful converted cottage so if the weather is really bad for the ceremony, the ceremony can take place there. And then couples don't really mind because, you know, they can go off and have their fun photos, have an umbrella, whatever it might be. But yeah, plan B is really important wherever you are going to have the ceremony in Ireland. The other point to think about is the location. You just need to be aware of, you can't just pick a place and just hope for the best. A lot of land is owned by landowners. So you really need to make sure you have permission to have a ceremony 
we just won't go anywhere unless we have the landowner's permission or we know that it is a place that people are permitted to have ceremonies. If you don't get a landowner's permission, that can cause a lot of challenges. Also, if you don't consult with whoever you need to consult with, be it the councils or landowners, there may be another ceremony taking place at the same time. Like nobody wants two ceremonies happening at the same time. So we're very conscious of the locations and we work with couples to get permission if needs be, depending on where the couple wants to have the ceremony. We know all the locations on the cliffs. We know all the landowners. All that's very, very straightforward. There's some places you can just loop head, jump out of the car, find a gorgeous location. There may not be people around and have your ceremony there. So that's nice. That wouldn't work with a lot of people, obviously. Yeah, maybe just a couple and a celebrant and photographer. And then just, yeah, opt for comfort rather than style. I've seen the most stylish people up in the cliffs, absolutely. But just think flats rather than stilettos, you know. No one wants a stiletto heel caught in the soft grass of the, beside the cliffs. More, really. so, so I think they're the kind of main things I would think about. One other. So obviously, most of the ceremonies that we would do would have a photographer. I have never done a ceremony without a photographer. And obviously, they'll have a celebrant. But, you know, that's most couples. That's perfectly fine for them. But often these couples would say to me, should we get a videographer if budget permits? I would always say, if your budget permits you to get a videographer, you will not regret it because the videographer captures all of those, that movement and scenery. Some of them have drones like that is just an amazing addition to a ceremony. And if you could even go further and have budget for a musician, I have done the most amazing ceremonies outside with harpists and with villain pipes mm. and I can't describe the beauty of those particularly the harp because the harpist can play while we're speaking and to read a poem with a harp playing in the background is, is there's something really magical about that so they're just my tips in terms of if someone was wondering and you're you know will we won't we you'll never regret choosing them but it's all down to budget so right and I'm assuming that these are all things that as you're working with people, you're able to, you know, ask, is this something you're interested in? Would you like to consider this option? And you really guide them through from beginning to end if they decide to work with you. Absolutely. We have from both our celebrant side of things and both our planning side of things, we have questionnaires that we work with couples and we don't. So couples say to us, this is just our budget. That's perfectly fine. It's only for us. So we, we say this is what we can provide and it depends on what budget people have. And then some people might just be humming and hawing. Will we, won't we? Um, we would recommend, but absolutely. Some couples come to us and they just want celebrant photographer on the cliffs more magical. It's perfect. That's all you need. So yeah, we have a, a many vendors that we work with who are incredible and we're blessed with everyone that we work with in, in the county and surrounding. So we have a brilliant list of suppliers. So you can have anything from the musicians, hair and makeup, food, catering, dinner after, entertainment, so and accommodation choices as well and, and recommendations. So yeah. We've more or less covered. And as you know, when you get more and more queries, you add different things and you, you see trends. The latest trend is vow renewals. Vow renewals are unbelievably popular. Most of our requests at the moment are coming in for vow renewals. So it's lovely to see. We love them. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. So 
vow renewals, wedding ceremonies, hand fasting ceremonies, which I think is one of those very fun, traditional, unique to the Isles. You know, I don't want to say the British Isles because I know that that's not technically correct, Scotland, but kind of that. Scotland and Ireland, they would be the main. That's really yeah. where they're the most popular, the Celtic tradition. We would include a hand fast into probably 90% of our ceremonies. Like they are so popular and they're such a lovely addition. It depends if it's a couple or their guests, but people are literally like, wow, when they hear about the history, how old it is. Like it takes back to 7,000 BC. I mean, that is incredible. And a lot of people don't realize we, you know, time the knot. That's where that comes from. So, yeah, we love including them. And we've had many, many fun braids and hand fasting cords over the years, we seem to attract dog lovers and dog owners. We love dogs ourselves and myself and Susan have dogs. And I've had a few ceremonies where the couples have used their dog leads because the dogs obviously couldn't travel. You know, those lovely material dog leads. One mm-hmm. dog lead was a tartan one. So we used that. So that was great. Another couple met caving in Doolin. So we used a caving rope. And then obviously this beautiful hand fasting braids you can buy on Etsy. You can buy with some local suppliers here in Clare who provide them. And then people make them, which I absolutely love. And I always encourage someone if they are good or have someone in their family who are good at making things. I personally am not good at making things, but they're absolutely beautiful. And I've had some really, really nice personal hand fasting braids made, which whoever is a celebrant talks about the symbolism of what we're using. So it could be a, a grandfather's handkerchief, um, a bit of lace from the bride's mother's dress, tartan because the groom has Scottish ancestry. So there's something really, really nice about the homemade, handmade braids as well. And yeah, and brilliant photo opportunities too. Like we just love them. They're All right. There's something pretty magical about them. Yeah, they're lovely. So fun. So Can you tell people, because obviously I get a lot of questions about weddings and ceremonies of this sort from my listeners and my readers. So can you tell people a little bit more about the best ways to contact you and maybe make inquiries about your services and what you offer? Absolutely. So our website is coastalceremonies.ie. And on that, again, because of couples asking us questions, we've really built that based on what that most often the queries are. So if there wasn't a question answered there, I'd be disappointed and we would add that. So we have a really comprehensive FAQ. What is my favorite page is our testimonial page because our couples are the most wonderful people ever and they have been extremely generous with their time and their words and they have provided us with some incredible testimonials. So if you're ever wondering about whether, you know, to choose coastal ceremonies, it is it's useful to read there. A lot of information there about all the packages that we provide. So the vow renewals, elopements, castle packages, the cliffs and more, all the places on the cliffs, including on the sea, which is great. And we're also on Instagram, Coastal Ceremonies. We're on Facebook, Coastal Ceremonies. And then our email address is info at coastalceremonies.ie. And yeah, that's where you'd find me. And I will be able to answer any questions that people have. And I do have to say that the images on your site that you have permission to share are just absolutely stunning. I mean, they really bring together everything, the romance and the drama, and you can just feel it 
when you look at those images and just thank you and thank you for saying that and actually often couples comment on that and that they've often chosen us because of the images because they're real weddings shot by the photographers and videographers that we work with who are extremely generous with their images and videos for us to use. We're always really grateful to them for letting us use those images on our websites and Instagram and everything. And um, there's a lovely family of vendors here. So, but yeah, it's definitely, I think we've managed to capture different weddings with different seasons. Some of the big black clouds coming over Galway Bay and, you know, the beautiful blue, blue skies and the sunshine. I must try and get, find that one with the cow looking over the fence because that was a pretty Pretty funny, pretty funny day. Yeah, but thank you for saying that. We're proud of our website. Well, Clara, you've shared so much great information. I know that people who are curious about having a ceremony of some sort in Ireland will be checking out, especially the information that they need to know to really get started and to, you know, see if that's going to work for them. But before we go, I always like to ask, for recommendations in your area. And since we're talking about romance, what three romantic spots in County Clare should people consider adding to their itinerary when they visit that area? You're going to need a car to reach some of these recommended destinations. And I'm excited to share that my listeners receive an exclusive 10% discount from Irish Car Rentals. All you have to do is visit irelandfamilyvacations.com forward slash I-C-R and that will take you directly to the booking page and my exclusive 10% discount. Again, that's irelandfamilyvacations.com forward slash I-C-R. Now, let's hear about these recommended destinations. Oh, God, there's so many places. But so I'm going to have to go personal because I got engaged at Blackhead in near Ravon in the Burn. And I, yeah, I'm going to have to say there, there's a beautiful road trip there to Fenora Beach. So I'm going to have to say Blackhead. Um, secondly, the Lockavala hike in the middle of the Burn has got everything. It's got like a fairy fort. It's got this wishing well. It's got this, the landscape. It's got a pier. I mean, a little wooded forest. Every time you turn around, there's just another beautiful place that if you were with your other half, it's a really lovely two and a half hour hike, but, you know, with plenty of beautiful scenery. I just think it's fab. And I'm kind of biased too. I've been visiting Bunratty Castle for years. And I can never get enough of it. And I just think the history and as I talked about at the start of this, the different romantic tales and just the steeped in love and all that goes with that. So I would, you, you couldn't not visit Bonarati Castle if you're in County Clare and then go to Dirty Nellies afterwards for a pint of Guinness. Yeah, that's a good trip. Yeah, I like the addition of Bunratty Castle because I think a lot of people when they first see information about it, they think it's very maybe family oriented or more toward younger ages. And there's just so much to see and do and learn within the castle and the folk park that I think it's really a great place for pretty much everyone. 
Oh, no, it really is. It's absolutely an incredible place. And uh, yeah, for all ages, it's amazing. And yeah, I love it. And steeped in history. So, you know, you can't really go wrong. And then, of course, Dirty Nellie's after. That's probably my favorite, favorite patio to sit in and just enjoy an evening. I think you need to go to Dirty Nellie's and have. Yeah. Yeah. So and Doolin, I know this is four, but Doolin as an actual village. Mm-hmm. Doolin has the most beautiful bridge, the gorgeous cottages, the amazing pubs, you know, trad music, the pier, might see the dolphin. I mean, that's just, yeah. So that's another really, really great place. Yeah, just, and walk out the road a bit and you stand just right below Dunogore Castle and some really beautiful, beautiful shots through yeah, there too. I know. I could talk to you for hours, Jody. You really don't need that because I, I literally <laughs> have just so many places you could go. Clare is such a wonderful county. And obviously there are a dozen reasons why people visit it. And there's easily another two dozen reasons that people should visit it that they may not even know about. So, yeah. And it's nice to go off the beaten track. I always think like, you know, thinking about the likes of Lacavala, that's quiet. Mm-hmm. You're not going to meet loads of people there. Blackhead, I know the road can be busy, but it's still quiet. It's, I just think there's some really nice off the beaten track places that are really nice. Definitely, definitely. Well, Clara, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today, for sharing more about the romance of Claire and, and your business coastal ceremonies. It's such a wonderful, you know, thing for people to consider if they're thinking about engagements or elopements or even weddings. It's so much fun. And I just really love the whole idea around it. Thank you so much, Jody, And thank you for the time today to chat to you. Obviously, it's a topic I love talking about. So, so thank you. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. And I really hope that you take some of Clara's tips if you're visiting County Clare. So many amazing spots to add to your itinerary. Romantic ideas as well, right? If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, please visit the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page and leave a review there. Or if you're an Instagram user, go ahead and snap a screenshot of the podcast Pop it into your Instagram stories and tag me at Ireland Family Vacations. Say something nice. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at IrelandFamilyVacations.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, Slanka Falls.